welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 6, The Special U-Turn. In this week's episode, Ash gets his Vita back. Lego takes the fucking piss. We discuss the pros and cons of a three-prong controller. And JFG Alex has some breaking news. So, sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And if not, leave us an iTunes review. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 6. And as per usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Ash. Hello. Hello. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Yeah, nay bad. How are you this week? Yeah, I just thought it's a really good idea to just start talking and then immediately take a drink. It's not oh, a right. good idea. Yeah, it's a bad start. It's obviously an omen. What's going to happen? <laughs> an omen? Yeah, some sort of thing like that, you know. Sounds like a, an omen to stupidity. <laughs> stupidity omen. Yeah, um, I'm I'm very happy this week because um, I got my Vita back. So you had a you had a nice Easter then, did you? Uh, yeah, it was good. I went away by away. I said just to my folks' house so they could see the grandkids and shit for the weekends. And yeah, we did shit and shit. It was good. You went go-karting, didn't you? I didn't go go-karting. My son went go-karting. This is a four-year-old. Nice. And, yeah, he's just, yeah, we're just like, yeah, get on a go-kart and go, mate, you know. He's going to be the next Damon Hill. I doubt it very much. <laughs> I, I doubt it. <laughs> there were three kids there, and, like, he was the first out, and, like, he just gets in and he goes, and, like, you just follow, you just go, come out the pits and you go straight on. And I was like, yeah, that's normal. But these other two kids, when they got on, they went out of the pits and like did a U-turn and started going the other way. <laughs> I was what? like, these kids are dumb. Like, yeah, I know, right? It was only and like the the course is only like in like an oblong shape, so like there's no no uh, like there's two corners. And yeah, these kids are just uh, a bit special. It was quite funny when one of them caught up with the other and like they were having a bit of like a an edge off and like. Uh, then my son comes in, takes them on the inside, mate. Does them in. Mad skills. And they, like, end up, like, playing bumper cars and hitting each other off. It was quite funny. That's all that gaming experience he's getting from you. Yeah, he's gonna, definitely. He's got the hand-eye, he's got the spatial awareness. He's going to be like a fighter pilot or something by the time you're finished with him. Yeah, Kippens. Hand-eye coordination. <laughs> he's the best. So, so you got your Vita back, because it's been camped down here with, well, and... How long? Yeah. yeah, you were without it for like two months or something, weren't you? That was the last time I saw you. Yeah, it must have been about two, two and a half months or something. Like, this is considering I only got it like about a month <laughs> before that as well. So <laughs> I had it for a month, played it, and then, yeah, I left it there for two, two and a half months or something. Uh, but yeah, it's been great. Got it back. Like, first thing I was like, where's my Vita? <laughs> Give it me now. I loaded it up and I was like, I can't even remember because I've only got like an 8 gig card in there. So I was like, oh, what games have I got installed? And I had uh, Tearaway 
That was the main game I was playing, and I what had... What fucking game that is. Oh, mate, what a game. I didn't actually play it over the weekend. I know, that's a lie. I booted it up to start off with, and because when I got my Vita, I, like, totally burnt out on that game. I was like, I can't go straight back into this. This is I'm going to have to ease myself into it. So I had Uncharted on there as well, and uh, I deleted that immediately, and then went to the, the <laughs> PlayStation Store and was like, right, I just want loads of like little shitty games, like ones that I've never played, I don't know anything about. So I went and did that, and then I played about five different games, but I will talk about that later. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at your list of what you've played this week, and it's just got Vita written next to every single one. <laughs> every single game's like, yeah, Vita. <laughs> well, that's cool. I look forward to hearing about that in the next section. Yeah, Gibbons, buddy. How was your Easter? It was good. Got pissed up. Nice. Had some chocolate. You know, I mean, what else are you going to do? Go-karting, maybe. But, yeah, go-karting. Uh... I did go-karting, <laughs> swimming, and a lot of driving. <laughs> so, yeah. I did I did sitting and drinking. No. <laughs> That's what I did. I prefer your 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 way of doing it. And and games. Played lots of games as well. Yeah, true, as always. But yeah, no, very uh, very uneventful really, just really nice sort of family do, lots of food. Um Easter never really used to be much of a thing um in my house, but nah, me neither. Um, I was like massive what, what is do this? with my girlfriend, like her family like properly celebrate it like it's Christmas and yeah. it's actually really nice so cool. it's like Christmas but you haven't got to drop like half a grand on presents for people which is quite nice right when you were a kid when you were when you were at school and it was Easter did you have to make some kind of Easter hat a bonnet I believe it's called because <laughs> I don't remember this and I don't think I ever did it I, not, not that I can remember Okay, well, my kids have had to make an Easter bonnet, which is like a hat with like an Easter bunny on it and some eggs. I don't know, is it like, uh, is it like a northern or midland thing and like uh, people down south don't do it? I don't know. I've never yeah, heard mate, of this. We don't do that. Not south of Watford, we don't do that. That's all right then, because I thought I thought I was a bit weird. <laughs> we used to have egg hunts. Careful oh, yeah. how you say it. Yeah, egg hunts and egg and spoon races. You know, yeah. egg related. And we used to chase one of the dads who was in a big bunny costume, which Classic. was fine in 1992. Yeah. But um, not this day. Not maybe not now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember a bonnet being involved. I know. Weird, isn't it? What is that? <clears throat> yeah, very weird. Yeah. So when when I got back on Monday. I felt like I hadn't done anything productive with the website or podcasting or video editing for like four days. And I was like, oh, mate, I've been letting the side down. I was just like, I, I had to do something. So when I got back, me, me and uh, Alex, we sat down. And we were like, right, we're going to hit this hardcore now. So we're going to hit you with what we've been doing right now. Go, Alex. Right. OK, uh, we had a new article go up. Um, written by me about things that I thought we'd see at E3. <laughs> Just, I'm not going to go into detail because you can go and read it, but one of the things that I thought would happen at E3 is that Quantum Break would be delayed until 2016. And having finished writing the article, I then went on to... Um, a gaming website and that had just been announced as a thing so <laughs> that was 
<laughs> that was a bit of, I left it in there. I left it in, you know. Yeah, why not? I'd already written it. Well, you never um, delete it. But yeah, so that went up, um, and we did another Pez video, which is also live. Uh, FC Perlo <laughs> versus Walcott United. Sorry about that not being uh, live last week. I had some issues with the rendering, as in uh, I didn't render the ending of it, and I was like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, so obviously uh, I, I didn't have the laptop over the weekend whilst being away so I had to redo that but it is now up and awesome yeah yeah that's gone down quite well and um, we've already we're actually geared up ready for our next custom challenge I don't know whether we should say what that is now or save it what do you reckon I think it, it should be a surprise but yeah. you know it's, it's like a flip reverse of of the football game that you know. That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm yeah. going to say. We won't go into it, but and yeah. The, and the gloves are coming off this time. They certainly are. Oh, have I given too much away? <laughs> We're really enjoying our um, our custom pairs videos, and um, they seem to be going down quite well. We started getting the odd request here and there for team ideas and stuff, so we'll probably keep bringing those out on a regular basis. Um, and if you've got any ideas, then talk to us on social media or uh, contact at justiceforgamers.com and we will do our best to sort you out, so Ooh, to speak. Cheeky. Um, another video has gone up. I think that went up on Thursday or Friday last week. Uh, and that is the Atom... What's it called? I can't remember what it's called. Atom Universe... That's it. Is it is Atom that- Universe demo, <laughs> which I was on the PlayStation Store and uh, I, I was like, oh, I'll have a little look, see if there's any new demos come out, you know, like you do. You have a little look and uh, found this Atom Universe thing with no description or anything about it. Downloaded it and played it. Uh, and yeah, go and watch the video. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it on here right now. It's interesting. Um, might talk about it in the next section, but um, yeah, <laughs> watch the video. I think we should um, do one more video of that, because later on that evening you were doing some special stuff in that, mate, and I think we need to document that. I found out, I found exciting new ways to abuse the game, <laughs> and um, yeah, definitely sounds like a pl- I'm, I'm more than happy to, I had quite a little following on Twitch by the time I finished yeah. doing that. It is a good so one. yeah, yeah, we maybe do another one of those. Yeah, definitely. What else? Site changes. We've now got a, a proper dedicated videos page, rather than it just linking to YouTube. We've got a proper page like our articles feed and our podcasts feed, and they all pop up on the main page now. So all of our videos will start going on there regularly. In case you miss anything, just makes everything a little bit easier to find. And um, that was nicely worked out by old Ash there, who was on Thank you. on fire this week with his internet workings out. Yeah, I made the internet my bitch, really. <laughs> you edited School the bitch. truth. I, I edited all the truth since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? I think it's just... Yeah, we, we added a donate button and a donate page to the website as well. Um, we're not taking ad revenue at all. Um from anyone and we've got tiny overheads that you know if we thought we'd give the option 
if uh, if anyone fancied chucking us a few quid if they really like what we're doing then um it'd be nice to give them the option to do that yeah we like money and it would be nice to maybe move the internet into a better service where it would load quicker (laughs) (laughs) yeah that'd be cool yeah it's a little bit slow the website isn't it but uh, yeah there's a lot going on but I, I think for what we paid is to be expected I think we've done well we're very poor is what we're saying and <laughs> we don't want to take money from ad revenue and stuff is not how we how we play no so um, yeah donate or don't donate but uh, if you fancy it then fill your boots it'd really help us out and we will give you mentions on this very podcast if you do donate we'll mm. make sure to name drop everybody who ever <laughs> ever chucks us any money yeah you could sponsor our news section if you really wanted to, you know. Yeah, f- for example, the news sponsored by Johnny Briggs. Ooh, Johnny Briggs. I've heard Johnny Briggs is a bit of a ledge. This week's FOP brought to you by the one and only Johnny Briggs. There you go. That's a little taster for you. Bam, straight off the cuff. <laughs> So yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's all we've done to the site, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, drinking again. I'm, I've got. <laughs> I got a habit. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that's all we've done for the site. Uh, I just want to say a quick thank you to Ellen for last week. Yeah. It was awesome. Really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Yes, it was very nice to have someone else on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and uh, word on the street is that she's progressing very well through Adventurous Dog Simulator 2015. <laughs> nice. I needed my uh, my update on that. <laughs> so yeah, I think that'll do us for this, and I suppose we should move on to what we've been playing. Yeah, games. Games. Beta games. You should probably get the ball rolling here, buddy, because you've been playing all the Vita games. Uh, I haven't played any of these Vita games. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is that because you don't have a Vita? Uh, that's Is the that reason. Mainly. But that's to be honest, why. you you, ha- you could play a few of these games because they're on PS4 as well. And I have. Exactly. <laughs> so mainly, these games have been fun, I think, because they're on the Vita... And I'm not playing them on a PS4. So if I play a game on my PS4, I want it to look good. I want it to be smooth and slick. I want it to be the best it can be. Whereas if I'm playing it on the Vita, I'm not so much worried about, you know, the graphics or or the sound and, and things like that. I think that's why I'm... I really enjoyed playing a lot of these games because... I wasn't expecting much out of them, and I actually got a lot out of them. So, um, I will start off with uh, the game that I've probably had the most fun with, um, and played the intro twice this weekend, which I will go into why, Uh, and that game is Guacamole. It's a really, really fun game. Uh, Straight off the get-go, it's very funny. 
you're a Mexican wrestler uh, or a luchador, uh, and you're going to meet the, uh, I think it's like the princess or something like that. And um, something all explodes, it all, all shit goes on, and it's the, what's the, what's the day? It's Dias de la Muertos or something, the Day of the Dead. And yeah. uh, I think it's some sort of devil or the devil or some sort of dead devil uh, comes in and like he ends up killing you in a way and you have not an ability but you can switch between the dead and the living world uh, now like I said it's not an ability there's certain teleporting points so like little circle areas where you jump into and it swaps to the dead or living world now right this dynamics really cool like I'm trying to think of like uh, did you play Contrast, was it? like you, you remember the first PS Plus game we ever got? The Shadow thing. Yeah, so you could swap between the 3D world and the 2D world. That kind of puzzler, but obviously this is all just a 2D platformer. So what it would do, like, if you're in the living world, you could see, like, an outline of, like, a ledge or something, and that outline would be in the dead world. So you could, you'd have to figure out the puzzle, how you would jump, uh, hit the uh, teleporter, and then land on the newly found platform, which was like, a really nice technique. And these puzzles obviously get harder and harder, and the, the game brings in like, new dynamics, like, um, like the wall jump and things like that. But I think the first one you get is like... Uh, uh, like an uppercut like a flaming uppercut where you can jump like super high with it and immediately when I got that ability these puzzles just suddenly got a lot harder I'm like fucking hell so I've got a I've got to run off this platform hit the like teleporter whilst falling then whilst I'm in the air I have to do like the uppercut and that'll land me on the next platform and like <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously. And like, I think I think this is like really early in the game and like the puzzles are already quite difficult. God knows when they're going to get later. Do you know how far through you are at this point? Ah, uh, now. So this is why I'm saying I played the story mode twice, uh, the, the intro twice. So <laughs> the first time I play it, uh, I don't really know what I'm doing. I play it for like about two and a half hours and I'm really enjoying it. I'm like, right, I need to go to bed now because it's like one in the morning. So I turn it off, go to bed, and then I get up in the morning, and my son's like, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, yes, my PlayStation, you know, is that, no, the PlayStation, no, I'm like, no, this is the portable PlayStation, Vita. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, can I play some game? I'm like, yeah, and I just give it to him, not thinking. And then, uh, you know, I get it back, like, an, an hour later, after he's like, I don't know what he's been doing on it. And then uh, that evening, I go into Guacamole, and load it up, and I'm like, yeah, continue game, and it's like, I'm right back at the start. What's what's this all about? And he's obviously gone into the game and he's pressed new game and he's overwritten all my progress. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, which wasn't good, but, like, I didn't really mind playing it because I, I did it in half the time. Uh, so it took me an hour to get to the same spot. And I also, because I already knew some of the game dynamics, I was playing it a lot differently. I, I'm just really enjoying it. I'm trying to think of like a few negatives to say about it, but I'm, I'm not too sure. Like the art style is really nice. It's really smooth. Like the controls are good. 
the music's funny. The characters are good. There's like, okay, so the, uh, one bad thing is like, um, there's like some paid for DLC, which gives you like different costumes, and I, I don't like that when it's like just a costume. I, I think that should just be like part of the game. It might be later on yeah. in the game. I might unlock it, but from what I can see, it is like a paid-for DLC thing that you can buy. I much prefer that to anything to do with the game. Like if if it's like a, a like a, a certain area where you can't get to unless you buy it, but it's actually on the game. Like yeah, that's, that is stuff. shitty, isn't it? That's that's the massive cunty balls. You don't need to buy that at all. So no, definitely not. But you know, it would have been nice to have it. But. Yeah, I'm I'm making my way through it, and I'm I'm definitely going to keep playing it because it's it's really cool, and I like it. It's funny, and I've I have been hankering for a wrestling game, even though this isn't a wrestling game. He is a wrestler, though. Yeah, so, <laughs> he's got the tropes. Say. Is this out on PS4? This game? Uh, you can buy an upgrade. Um, when it first came out, it was only like 50p to upgrade it, but now I think it's about three quid. Uh, it has right. got co-op, but it's only local co-op. Um, so maybe we might buy it in the future and Bit share, share play. Yeah, it might be worth it. I'll play through it um, uh, and I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, cool. The other game that I have been sinking my teeth into on the Vita once again is Counterspire. And I know that you've been playing this as well, buddy, haven't you? Just a little bit. Just a tiny, tiny little bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I didn't really get on with this on the PS4. But for some reason on the Vita, I'm all about it. It, uh, I got addicted to it. Like uh, I'd find myself like sneaking away from the family for like a quick like 15-minute burn on one of the levels. I'm like, <laughs> that, that's... Uh, this game's like got me gripped kind of thing um for some reason once again i think it's what i said earlier because i wasn't expecting it to look amazing i found that a lot easier to play for some unknown reason i don't know why it's not as smooth obviously on the vita the loading times are really quite long for each level but yeah the gameplay's just really fun like i've 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 got a lot better at sneaking about let's just say that and what ellen was saying last week about how it does get difficult it really does get difficult so i'd stealth my way most of the way through the game and then like near the end or or the last room you've got like about eight guys some of them with like helmets that you have to like shoot twice in the face some have got like rockets and stuff like that and you're like oh god uh, i'm gonna bring out the shotgun now fuck that <laughs> i don't know if you found that but that's how i did it yeah um i have gone to obsessive levels on this thing over nice. the last week or so uh, i've I think I've I've played this thing for like 15, 20 hours. Wow. I thought I was bad with about three and a half. <laughs> yeah. Well played. I've, complete, I've completed it three times in okay. the last seven days. It's absolutely fantastic. And it's so funny that it was the... Of all the PS Plus games that we got, it was the one that I didn't play. I played all the others and I was yeah. like proper going on about the others and stuff. And I said last week on the podcast, I have to play this before this Wednesday yeah. just gone because we're getting a load of new games and stuff I've played the balls off of Counter Spy I completed it on 
normal and then I went through on the next difficulty up um, and got the no continues trophy I'm playing it through on expert now (laughs) wow Um, I've got all the guns I've got all the silenced guns the dark gun and stuff Um, I go loud as much as I stealth it I just look at a room and kind of decide I'm not playing like a specific type of, of run through it is a brilliant game. I it's love it. It's very good. Yeah, it's really, really cool, isn't it? I like it. Yeah, lot. when we when we finish the podcast tonight, I will be I will play it again. <laughs> I'll be playing it like every night. One thing that is shit about it, it's not really shit, but it is because I love my trophies, and that is the PS4 version and the PS3 version. They have like the um, what's it? counter saving so um, is that what it's called you know where one cross save cross save that's the one but it hasn't got cross trophies how weird is that so like on on the PS4 version I've done the tutorial but on the Vita version it's like now I haven't done the tutorial but I've done a lot more of the advanced trophies and that's well annoying yeah yeah, that kind of is quite annoying, I'd imagine. Why would you have a cross-save capability but have like two sets of trophies? Like for the PS3 and the Vita version has one, and the PS4 version has another. I, mean, I think they're the same trophies, but it's just it's quite systems. strange, isn't it? It's really strange. But hey ho. The thing that annoys me is that it doesn't have a platinum. <laughs> because, <laughs> well, yeah. Because I'd be I'd be hunting that fucker down. Yeah, if you'd it did. Go for that big time, wouldn't you? Yeah. So the other games, I'm not really going to talk about them much uh, that I've played because I only played them for a bit. I downloaded Rogue Legacy because that was another quite small size game that I could get on my memory card and leave it there. I didn't really get on with it, to be honest. Uh, I tried, but I, I couldn't understand what I was meant to be doing. I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. I was just dying a lot. And yeah, so I kind of sacked it off after I think it was about like 20 lives. I really didn't get Totally with you, man. Totally with you on this. I I don't understand it. I've kind of come to the conclusion that I just don't like games that have permadeath. And and I think that that's why I don't like this. It's not necessarily the gameplay. It's the fact that I'll get like seven rooms into the castle and then I'll die. And then that character is dead. And it all kind of resets. You know, you have to give your money away every yeah, time you go into the castle. Yeah, why do you castle. have to give your money away every time? I don't... Uh, because it's a challenge and, you know, you, you, you're ranking up certain things before you go in and so on. But um, I just... Yeah, it's just not I never not got enough me. money to rank stuff up. I just died. I just can't be fucked with it. Like, And it's also, it feels to me... Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just not for me. But it feels to me like one of those games where... It um, keeps killing you in in ways that you had no way of predicting. Like it will just suddenly fuck you. Like you'll walk you walk onto a new screen and something will just kill you. Like sounds fun. And it's it's randomly generated, isn't it? But yeah, <laughs> I think that's the challenge of it. But yeah, I don't I don't like it. No, I didn't like it. But I did like MotorStorm RC. So, MotorStorm is like the PlayStation driving thing that's been around on the PS3 and stuff like that. But this is like an RC version, so radio controlled. And 
it reminds me of that old arcade game where it's like a top-down view. It's, well, obviously, this is like 3D. Is super off-road or something yes, like that? Yes, something like that. And, you know, like you, you can see the track up above and things like that. I don't know why it reminded me of that because like it's kind of like Micro Machines or any of those like kind of top-down view things. And what I did like... At the beginning, it gives you the option of like changing your controls to what direction on the screen you want to go, or you could have it left and right, uh, so like um, to where the car is driving. And yeah. I, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go back to the. I'm sure it was like the old way of doing it, where like it, it would be like on on the on-screen controls. So if I'm going like left, I have like towards the left of the screen, I face that way and vice versa and yeah i really like it it's easy and well not easy but uh it's yeah it is easy it's easy to play it's just a fun game just like racing around um do you remember uh little racer street on the 360 mate yeah yeah that game the only good indie game on the 360 i know right <laughs> and so that was pretty much micro machines in a nutshell really wasn't it that game so Motorstorm RC, uh, Evolution Studios, there, buddy. Yeah, I know, right? They've done well there. Works, does it? Works, it works. That does. Yeah, that one works. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've done well. <laughs> so yeah, that was really fun to play. And the last game that I kind of played a bit of was uh, I don't know how to say this. Metrico, Metrico. I think that's right. Yeah. So it's a platformer, two uh, D again. And it's all about maths, <laughs> which is... Right. Yeah. Sounds like a party. Yeah, I know, right? But it's not like actual maths, like um, doing like divisions and whatever and sums. It's a really clever platformer uh, where the environment reacts to different movements. Uh, now, this is going to be hard to explain. So say I'm walking forward, so I'm moving to the right. While I'm going right on the floor, so while my feet are on the floor and I'm going right, a platform in front of me is rising up. Okay, so it's going up. And then obviously when I'm walking left on the ground, it goes down. But what you can do is jump and go right. So you have to jump towards the platform, get on it before it's at the top of where you need to be, and then when you're on the platform, you have to jump left and walk right. And then jump left and walk right. That makes sense? Yeah. Braid. Reminds me of Braid. Yeah, um, in a way. Yeah. But but you're kind of pausing it when you're in the air kind of thing. Am I right? Uh, yeah. No, you don't You don't pause it at all. But I mean, the, the things don't move when you jump. Yeah, the things don't move when you jump. But then there's some puzzles where when you jump, they move. So it's always changing. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I really enjoyed it once again. Like, I was like, this is cool because like, I can't think of like a game that I've played like like this. Obviously, there are games similar, but not the games that do it like this way. And uh, I'm guessing it was a free PS Plus game back in the past because otherwise I wouldn't have it. It must be really nice um, going back through the library. Like you've been fairly diligent, clicking like purchase on all PS Plus content over the last however long. Like it must be really nice to have a new platform and just 
have like a library there sitting waiting for you. I, I think you're an absolute idiot if you don't press pay on all of them. Like even the PS3 yeah. ones. Like why? Why wouldn't you? You're just an absolute idiot if you don't. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> wow. Seriously, like, it's not doing... I mean, yeah, you're going to get that stupid email saying thank you for your purchase, but... No, you get that with a theme. <laughs> One day, someone might be like, yeah, yeah, here's a PS3. I don't want it anymore. I'll be like, oh, and sweet, I've got like 20 games I can play on that. Awesome. I'm pretty sure that when I first got my PS4, you couldn't purchase the Vita and the PS3 games through the PlayStation 4. No, you can do the PS4, but you could do it on like your phone or anything like that. Or the website, yeah. But you can now. Now you can do it. You can yeah, do it on the PS4 do it store. All through your PS4. So like taking that like two minutes just to click on it and be like, yeah, purchase or download or whatever. Because you don't know what's going to happen when PS Now comes out, do you? Like there might be <sighs> there might be certain things going on there where if you own certain. PS3 titles digitally, then you get a discount, or you get to play them for nothing on PS Now. You just, you just don't know. The prime example for that is Hotline Miami. I got that on Vita many months ago. I didn't buy it; it was a PS Plus. And then suddenly, it comes out on PS4. Boom! It's free for me. Yeah, it came out cross buy, didn't it? Yeah. Like it was it wasn't I, on the PS4, and then suddenly it yeah. was added cross buy. You just got it for nothing. Yep, yeah, it's the same with Guacamelee. If uh, if I wanted to do the upgrade, it would only, if I wanted it on PS4, it would only cost me three quid instead of twelve quid or whatever it is. So yeah. I think you're an absolute idiot if you're not just fucking buying them. Fair play. Enough said. <laughs> Sorted. Respect you. Yeah. Well, that's my rant. Sorry. <laughs> the Vita is it's a good console, man. As well, I'm enjoying it. It's fast. It's quick. They're the same words in different ways. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just, notice. Yeah, just to <laughs> emphasize the speed, it's fast and quick. You're doing Andy Townsend. Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh fuck! Screwed that one up, haven't I? <laughs> if anything, you've played that too well. No, no. So, what you been doing then, buddy? <laughs> well, uh, Countless Spy. Do you want to add anything more to that? I don't or think so. Um, the more you listen to our podcasts, the more you will work out that I get hooked on things very easily I get hooked on things there's various TV shows that people have recommended to me that are seven seasons in and I know that I would like them and but I also know that if I watch the pilot then I'll spend the next fortnight watching like 260 hours of this TV show <laughs> so um, and that happens to me with games as well uh, so Counter Spy I I'd played for all of 15 minutes last time we were on the podcast, uh, and then this week I've I've played I've played it like yeah, literally like 15 hours or something ridiculous um, for a game that you can complete. Well, I, I did the trophy where you complete the game without using any continues, um, and I yeah. did that in about about an hour, I think maybe less. So yeah. I've been dicking about on that thing for ages, getting scores and all sorts. It's it's a great game, but yeah, we've talked about it already, so I won't go into it anymore. So I've been playing Pez again as usual <laughs> because I always do. <laughs> Started a career with Brighton on there, 
just I just like playing that game. It's such a nice football game to play. I can't remember the last time I had a football game that was just so, so nice to just sit in front of. And normally I've got like a podcast on or whatever. I'm not necessarily even thinking about what I'm doing, but it's just yeah, it's such just such nice gameplay on Pez. I can't believe that if you've got PS Plus, you can pick that game up for fifteen ninety yeah, nine right yeah, now. Yeah, it's on the store. Super That's cheap. Mental. There's tons of content there, and we haven't had server issues on it for a couple of weeks either. So I, I don't know if they fixed no, it or true. if people have just stopped playing. But it, I suppose it doesn't really matter if you're picking it up at this point. Bit of GTA. Um, haven't done any more heists, but there's every chance that that'll happen tomorrow night when everyone's back online. Oh yeah. Other than that, I've just been buying cars and <laughs> driving about, just doing laps, making, making them, them chrome, making all my cars chrome. <laughs> they look fucking horrible. They do. And then I've been playing, well, firstly I've been playing PS Plus games, the new ones, this week. So uh, I played Tower of Guns, which is a shooter, single player, procedurally generated shooter. Um... And that's really cool. It's like a sort of Borderlands cell shading thing going on. Uh, kind of old school. Feels a bit like, you know, like the old shooters. What, Quake and stuff? Yeah, you sort of jump about, you run about. All the enemies are just guns and robots and stuff. And you work your way up a tower. Um, and it's, yeah, if you die then you go back down. And it's single player. It's really simple, but it's really quite addictive to play and I've been enjoying that probably put put an hour and a half into that something like that nice yeah it's just fun good fun to play the one that I've been looking forward to the most was Never Alone um, and I've only just started playing that so I can't say too much I recorded a little video on it that we might get up sometime next week you said this was like co-op yeah it has it's it's got co-op on there where um, it's you're this girl um, Inuit girl um, you start off getting chased by a polar bear and then yeah you've got to sort of find out what happened to your village and stuff and you're kind of accompanied all the way through by this little arctic fox uh, and yeah that's got that's local co-op by the looks of it so someone can play the fox and someone can play the girl so the fox. there's every chance we'll end up doing a video on that at some point and maybe talk about it next week yeah why not there you go that's our video that we need to do then yeah, we commit to one. That sounds good to me. Um, it's yeah a bit glitchy. I was kind of surprised by that. It looks wonderful. Like it's really gorgeous looking game. But even during my video that I was doing, I just thought I'd record the first sort of fifteen minutes. Um, I hadn't played it before, and on two separate occasions, it actually like glitched out to almost like a game breaking degree. Where I had to like walk away from the area I'd got to for 20 seconds and then come back again. There's these sort of um, spirit creature animal thingies that form ledges that you that allow you to get up to places that you wouldn't be able to otherwise, and and they kind of glitched out. I'm hoping that that's not going to be a a mainstay of the whole thing, but it's too early to really to. To there was an update on my system this morning for that game. Oh, maybe I then. That, maybe that's sorted anything out. Yeah, well. I don't know. I'd be surprised because it's been on the store for ages, hasn't it's it? It's been out for a while. Yeah, that's what I thought. But so possibly, I don't know. Though, possibly. 
and the only other thing that I've been playing <laughs> fucking is Atom Universe demo. <laughs> of course you have. Now you you haven't played this, but you know a lot about it because you've spent the last sort of the last day or so editing my video together of my initial experiences. <laughs> so what did you make of it? It was broken in so many ways. I couldn't fathom <laughs> everything was wrong. My eyes started to bleed, <laughs> and then I think I died. <laughs> so this is... I've done some reading on this since I played it, and since I recorded okay. the video. This is a kickstarted project. It is a spiritual successor to, like, PlayStation Home, and the idea is that it's this big multiplayer theme park where you can meet up with all your friends in a virtual world with your customized avatar and go on roller coasters having have like go-kart races and shooting gallery and that sort of thing but and that's fine um and there seems to be a fairly competent team working on it it graphically it doesn't look too bad it's incredibly rough at this point but it looks quite nice it's unreal engine 4 um the lighting's quite nice and some of the animations quite nice as well but this this is so early this build <laughs> like it's so early that it's, it's just broken why would they i don't know why what would they release it i don't know i don't get it i don't understand why it's on the store i said when i was recording my video i said I think someone must have uploaded this by mistake, and I wouldn't put it past <laughs> that happening because there's been some very I fucking know. weird things happened on that PlayStation store in the past. Yeah, true. But this thing's this thing is fucking broken. It's not a demo, and, and also it's an <laughs> offline demo of an online game. Like it, it doesn't work as an offline experience anyway, even if it was polished. And to to put things in perspective. You can pass through most objects, like there's no clipping on most stuff. Um, you can't go on any of the attractions other than this big Ferris wheel in the middle, which you clip through until you sit in, and then you can dismount from at any moment and fall through the air. There's, I've found at least 10 different areas where you can fall through the floor and literally break the thing and have to exit a dashboard and, and, and close the application. It was garnering quite a lot of interest, as I said, while I was recording it on Twitch. There were a lot of people <laughs> like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah, um, it was funny. It's it's on the store. I mean, it might it might have been removed by the time this podcast goes live. I would fucking hope so. I don't know what it's doing on there. I, I, I'm not adverse to the idea <laughs> of it. And, you know, the Kickstarter was quite meagre as well. I think it was only 20 grand, which is quite low, isn't it, for, for game devs and yeah. stuff. Um, it could be really good in the end. I just have no idea why it's on the PlayStation Store right now. So you never had a PS3, and obviously you never really experienced um, PlayStation Home. Uh, I I did it a couple of times, and it's fucking weird, man. It was weird. Like There's people in there. Second Life clone sort about. of thing. Yeah. I mean, all you can do on I this thing at the moment is dance. You say PS Home yeah. is similar. And that, that's pretty much all I did on PlayStation Home as well. <laughs> There's like little games that you could go and do, I think, but a virtual world is weird. I don't get it. What's it all about? 
I don't know. My favourite thing about this thing is that you can. Uh, there's an option if you go up to someone to um, piggyback them, and that nice. that just involves them being sort of stapled to the back of your character who doesn't shift in any any way. And I found that I was able to wander around the level level um, picking up every AI character um, and piggybacking all of them. <laughs> like, that's a lot of strength there. Yeah. You know, you've got to have you're gonna have to done a lot of squats. It's just like it's 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 a fucked tech demo. I've no idea what it's yeah. doing on the store. But it does make for know. for good videos, so hopefully it's still there and we can do one on it again next week. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. All the games. So now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. So we got we, we've we've only really got one, but we've kind of got two. Yeah, the main one being JFG Ash has his Vita back. Yes, which is a massive Fonz, and we did say that these would be things that were personal to us and our gaming exploits. It states that quite quite independently on the top of the page there. So yes. You got your Vita back. That is a Fonz. That's a Fonz from me. Yeah, big Fonz. Hey. <laughs> uh, we also have a Phoenix, which you absolutely 100% called on this podcast about two weeks ago. Luckily, I totally remember what I said. Yeah? Yeah? No. No. Not at all. What the fuck did I say? Okay, about so this? we were talking about the. Uh, we were in our news section and we were talking about the Lego Toys to Life game that was rumoured and kind of vaguely announced, uh, but not properly announced. And you said that the Lego games have like 50 odd fucking characters in them a lot of the time. Yep. And if they tried to monetize all those characters for a Lego game, then you'd be like, fuck off, I'm not having that. I'm going to stick to me Skylanders. I'm guessing that's what they've done then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. They didn't take my advice of interchangeable Lego people then. I haven't properly looked into the way all of the sets work. I, I think a lot of it hasn't actually been announced yet. But the, it's been titled, it's called Lego Dimensions. And, yeah, if you go onto Amazon, you can look at all of the packs and content that are coming out for it this i can tell you that the starter pack for lego dimensions is a hundred pounds are you shitting uh, me and if you hundred pounds and if you were to buy all of the content that's currently available on, on amazon in terms of packs bits of lego lego characters and so on then you're talking over 350 quid and that's just the stuff that's been announced at this point fucking hell so yeah you caught you 100% called it. I, I was looking down the list of prices. Um, if you go onto our Fonzel Phoenix page, I've linked the Amazon store where you can see all of this. The prices are fucking ridiculous. Like, hilariously ridiculous. Um, I am on it right now. Let's go. <laughs> Finding it. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm amazed at that. £100. Yeah, for the start. What do pack. you get with that? Well, I'm assuming that the way that they're. The way they're trying to spin this is that you're getting Lego. Like, they're selling you Lego. I mean, Lego's notoriously expensive, always has been. And I t I'm guessing that this stuff works 
independently from the game. So I suppose if the game was RRP £55 and a standard Lego pack is normally £45, then it's not unreasonable to, to tack a hundred quid on it. But until that's until you look at other games that are doing this, you know, like uh, like like Skylanders, for example. Like that, that's what you're competing against now, isn't it? Surely. Yeah, obviously, and like they go um, the Nintendo Amiga, whatever it is. Okay, I'm looking at it now. You, you seem to be getting the game, which is a, a seven rating on the Peggy, which is quite high. You know, they're missing out on some, you know, younger kids there. Not that parents really give a shit about that stuff. I don't know why. And you get three characters. One of them being Batman. Great. Uh, you get the Batmobile as well, and the Portal. Well, that's what it's called in. Um, Skylanders, but I don't know what they're going to call it. It's probably like the Dimensionator or something like that. <laughs> I would like that, or I the Dementor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is the Dementor. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, well, they've got the license to Lego Harry Potter, so why not? Uh, yeah, true. I know, right? I'm sorry, but I they can fuck off if I'm paying £100 for that. I paid, I think it was like 18 quid for the Swap Force. Gibbons, it was like nearly a year old. But for the for the starter pack, it was eighteen pound. For that, you got three. Uh, you got two swappable characters: a normal character, the portal, and the game. And for seventeen quid, I'm happy with that. But hundred pound, mate, fuck off. No chance. I mean, if, especially if, and we'll we will get onto this later on in proceedings. But you can pick up a Wii U now for sort of the hundred and fifty quid mark. The Xbox has come down in price considerably. It, it dropped below 250 quid over the Easter weekend. You're talking a hundred pounds for for one game and a bit of Lego. It just, yeah, it, I don't know. <laughs> don't know what to say. It's not something I have to worry about. But um, it all sounds very expensive to me, Ash. It really does. Yeah, I'm not doing that. They can juggle. So that's a proper old Phoenix right there. And I was looking for a Phoenix earlier when, when I was putting the podcast notes together and that one just landed in my lap, which was lovely. <laughs> Beautiful thing. So yeah, that's Fonzo Phoenix. Boom. And now it's time for the news. Uh, we will get a jingle sorted for that. That is the jingle. What are you on about? Yeah, I suppose I would miss that if we had if we replaced that with some sort of legitimate music. I probably would. I'll put like a, a drum and bass drumline underneath it. It'd be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds perfect. That's that that really would capture the spirit of the thing. <laughs> I think so. I think that would go down very well. <laughs> Right, let's get down to business. Number one, now you remember us talking last week about how uh, the Nintendo conference was going to happen about an hour and a half after we recorded the podcast? No. And um, you don't remember that? Fine. Whatever. Go with it. You do? Okay. (laughs) Fine. Okay. 
I do worry about you sometimes. It's fine, you know. I pay so much attention to what I'm doing. You know, I live in the moment, buddy. The past is the past. You live, you live in the moment at the cost of the past. Yeah, I, f- I forget everything and remember nothing. Okay, um, so there was a Nintendo conference last week, and at that Nintendo conference, they announced loads of stuff. And I won't talk about all of it here because we just don't have the time or the will. But I will talk about the thing that I thought was coolest that they announced. And that was that N64 games and DS games are now going to work on the Wii U Virtual Console. Um, And they launched it literally on the spot. So suddenly Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, all that old shit, man. That's available on the Wii U. Other games with 64... Yeah. Yeah, sweet. That's presumably that's cool. Goldeneye. Goldeneye 64. Wave Racer yep. 64. Turok 64. Star Fox 64. Eiffel 65. Oh, no, mate. No? Ruined it. All right. Um, I don't know if you've played an N64 at any point in the last 10 years. Yes. <laughs> Most of those games are fucking unplayable yes. in my eyes now. Um, but, yeah, no, it is cool though, isn't it? Like The Wii U, going from strength to strength, mate, making me want it even more <laughs> with the whole back catalogue of stuff you can get now. Oh, stop it. I don't want one. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, I still want one. No, never. Um, but, yeah, big old back catalogue of games that you can now play on the virtual console on there. And um, I don't know what the pricing's going to be like on that. But uh, still cool that you can do it. So that's that. I'm happy for that. Other piece of news in the conference, something that just caught my attention was uh, Mario Maker has been pushed back to September. Have you seen this Mario Maker thing? Yeah, but the one on piece better because people have made like crazy music ones where they play like music. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? But yeah, Mario Maker anyway. Well, like sound shapes. No, because you're not actually playing it. You just shoot the 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 um the green shell off. I'm sure it was the green shell or something like that. And it would just go through the level, hitting all the different like um, blocks that make different note sounds, and it would play oh, okay. a song. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. It was awesome. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> Is someone actually playing that? I don't know. Most of it's like automated because it's just hitting blocks and they just... And it's on like ice. That's fucking amazing. I know. (laughs) 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 It's brilliant. I'd say Super Mario World is still my favourite Mario game. It's classic. We'll pop a link to the video you just sent me in the description to this podcast on YouTube and uh, on our page as well on, yeah. on Justice for Gamers. That is fucking amazing. It's pretty special, isn't it? It's not like your <laughs> yeah. normal thing where you'd be like, oh, yeah. That's, but it's there's a lot of thought gone into that, isn't it? It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, back to the news. Back to the news. That's been pushed back to September. Uh, I thought people would be interested in that because it's quite a nice idea, isn't it, that... Um, but I don't have a Wii U, so it doesn't apply to me, but I do want one. Next bit of news, which I alluded to in my E3 article, 
uh, is that Quantum Break has been delayed until 2016. This is the highly anticipated Remedy game, uh, makers of Max Payne, among other things. Uh, Alan Wake they made as well. Uh, this is supposed to be launching w- alongside a TV show. This was when Xbox was all about television. That was a good good call there. Um, yeah, we haven't heard anything about this game for ages, and there haven't been updates. There hasn't been like um, much at all. So it it was no real surprise that it was delayed. Uh, obviously, it was no real surprise because even I was able to predict it, albeit within about an hour of the story. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a that's a big Xbox exclusive. But then you know, I mean, Uncharted's been pushed back to 2016, and this this will be the case over the over the next couple of months leading up to E3. Same as last year, same as the year before, as everything slowly gets pushed from one year to the other. Um, yeah, I I don't know very much about Quantum Break, but I really liked Alan Wake, and I loved the first Max Payne games. Um, yeah, they were very good, weren't they? And it's a big deal for Microsoft, you know, console exclusive and that. I'm sure we'll see loads of of gameplay footage and stuff at E3, even though it's been pushed back. But, uh, yeah, it's been delayed. The Xbox One dropped to $239.99 over the Easter break. Right. (laughs) Uh, It's gone back up to $249.99 now. £250 for the Xbox One, buddy. What do you make of that? 50 quid more than the 360 at the moment or whatever it is, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is that all about? And this is a console that came out, what, a year and a... Like, nearly a year and a half ago and was... What was the price point? Like, 400 and something. 429.99, but that that was with the Kinect. Yeah, I know they've dropped Kinect, but that thing's not supported... At Most all. people considered that worthless at launch. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. A lot of people were like flogging it on eBay. Can you remember a time? Can you remember another console? And I've got a very um, short memory, but can you remember another console that had so many price drops so close to launch? Like ever? Mainly not, because like before the xbox and whatever i didn't really buy consoles because i was too young yeah but um yeah the 360 didn't really drop down in price that drastically from what i remembered um the ps3 i guessed had to drop down because it wasn't that really so stupid the price at the start was so ridiculous wasn't it but i don't remember it being so not drastic, but you know, fluctuating. I'd say, or, or fluctuant. Is that the word? That word? I don't believe. I don't believe that's a word. But yeah, what's you, the <laughs> word then? Not fluctuating, but you know, fluctuates. Anyway, yeah. I don't think it is fluctuating though. I think it's just going down and know. down and down, deeper underground. I, I don't know. I think they fucked it. Yeah. I think they've absolutely fucked it and. I think it's lagging behind. Uh, I was listening to the Video Gamer podcast yesterday and uh, their news editor said that Xbox haven't actually released any fun, any um, figures for sales since November. That can't be good. It can't be good, can it? No. It can't be good. Uh, thank you, Mr. Dave Scammell. That, yeah, Edge. that can't be good. Um, 
yeah, I just think they've they've ballsed it. And every time you feel like they've kind of, I think that they've steadied the ship. You know, I think it's sold reasonably well, and they've got some exciting stuff coming out on it and that. But every time they steady the ship, something comes out like the hardline thing, where it's running at seven twenty or something like that. Yeah, that just you know completely undermines everything they've been working towards over the last few months. I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm sure that the console has its merits. I'm sure that lots of people really like it, and presumably it will go from strength to strength. I don't see it really going anywhere. You worry about the power aspect of it, whether they'll be able to... I just... I, I, I don't see how it can last. I know. We've said this before, haven't we? We're like, we're, we're worried about this. We are worried about this, but... I, I worry about this with both of them. Yeah, because, uh but, but especially the Xbox, you know. And I also worry to a degree that developers might maybe... You know, maybe the boundaries won't be pushed quite as far because the Xbox doesn't appear to have the beans. And yeah. could that be detrimental to PS4 development on cross-platform games? I don't know. Either way, I would be worried um, if if my console had dropped like a hundred quid in price I wouldn't be in happy. the first like fifteen months. I wouldn't be happy if I bought it on fucking launch. That's for sure. Yeah, it's good if you want one, but. If you've already got one, it's not good news, I guess. No. <laughs> yeah. um, mainly Asda is the um, retailer I was looking at there. Um, and you can get a PS4 on there with two games for sort of 330 at the moment. But, you know, you're talking almost 100 quid difference there. Quite a difference. We'll move on, though. And we'll move on to GTA 5 PC. Have you seen the video of this thing running? I don't want to. She's gonna make me sad. I don't. I don't blame you. I wish I hadn't seen it either. <laughs> I watched the video. GTA running full specs, sixty frames a second. It's like a different game. It is. It's like a different game. I tell you what, the <laughs> guys that play GTA on PC deserve a good game because some of the ports have been fucking terrible. Yeah, you're not wrong, man. Like in terms of optimization, Rockstar have always kind of boned the PC user, haven't Definitely. they? Definitely. But I think now they—they, I think that's why it was delayed for so long because they want to get it right because they—they they clearly understand that like PC gaming is like big fucking deal now. This is um, a cheeky sort of business model, isn't it? As well, where they're going to basically have released this same game on three different platforms across three years um, and it's going to be cleaning up like <laughs> all three versions it's still going to be selling like hotcakes isn't it it's awesome yeah absolutely um, the story itself is that you can um, if you are lucky enough to have some sort of supercomputer that isn't uh, a 10 year old Vista tower unit or a, a Toshiba netbook from <laughs> 2004 then um you can preload this on Steam now, um, and it's apparently 65 gigs. But I like also, the physical version better. Yeah, <laughs> you buy the physical <laughs> version. The rumor, it, this is, I think this is still a rumor, hasn't been confirmed. Seven discs. That's awesome. <laughs> the physical. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's that's freaking well funny. Seven <laughs> discs. Proper box set. <laughs> 
The other thing Rockstar have announced is that future content for GTA will come out all at the same time on all systems. Um, which leads me to believe that there's going to be lots more heists and stuff for us to get our teeth into, which is fucking fantastic. Yeah, definitely. We don't need to go, don't need to go on about how much we like those. The thing now <laughs> is, like, if they do bring out any, like, paid-for DLC, you know, you're going to be thinking... Well, do I want to buy that? Because there's so much I can get for free now. You know, are they reliant on their their sales figures for the actual game itself and also the in-game purchases? You know, is that their only revenue that they're going to be making? Or Yes. Yes, it is. There's no way they will release paid-for DLC now. Not even single-player no stuff. Like, you know, Nothing. like Lost and Damned and shit like that. Because uh, they're... No, I can't see it. Has there been any updates for the single-player game since release? I mean, not like think normal so. updates, but like actual in-game content updates. It's all about GTA Online. That's what they're pushing. Yeah, Content really on is, their microtransactions. I can't see any single-player DLC coming out. The fact that they're... It launches next week on uh, PC, and you're away then with the uh, the mod community. Oh like, God! What would be the point of releasing? You know, if, if you're talking about content across all platforms, yeah. Uh, I mean, there have uh, there have been excellent DLC packs in the past, like Ballad of Gay Tony and and Lost and Damned. Yeah, but I think that that was of a t- of its time. Yeah. I don't see Rockstar doing that. No, nah, so. I think you're right. I think they, they clearly are. Well, they understand that GTA Online has a fucking huge community of people. How many years in a row do you want to win Game of the Year for the same game? <laughs> yeah, good, good point, buddy. I think <laughs> yeah, it could be this year again, couldn't it? I know it's going to be really hard for you to watch, but after we're done podcasting, you need to watch this thing. No. I don't want to cry. Un- unbelievable. Anyway, next. Tomb Raider has sold eight and a half million units worldwide and is the best selling Tomb Raider game in history that's cool is that because it got released on like so many different platforms do you reckon well they all did really didn't they yeah I guess so I mean the remaster obviously helped I mean if they're if they're counting all of the sales figures in in one then you know you had like the definitive edition and and so on yeah all the rest but um it's, it's essentially the same game, isn't it, across all platforms? It's a massive figure. Yeah, I think it's just moved with the times, really. Like, it it wasn't going anywhere, like I said last time, with the, like, the cartooniness of it and things. It's just made it a, a lot more, not real, but, you know, it's given it that, like, darker edge to it. So it's like, it does feel like a, it's the same franchise, but it feels different in a way. Um, it's gone from, you know, it's progressed through the years from the classic 90s, like, big boobed lady and things like sex appeal, and then <laughs> yeah, uh, into the, the, past that, and uh, what, into the cartooniness that it went into, and now it's taken more that edgy light. I think it's just kind of progressed with us, in a way, like, uh, the, the generation that started off with the original Tomb Raider games. And what we kind of want more out of games now is that kind of more. Yeah, the whole like filmic sort of gritty realism thing is cool. Yeah, I I still haven't played this game. Can you believe that? Yes. Yes, you can. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the I suppose the 
this is kind of pertinent because of the fact that the next one's an exclusive to the Xbox. Um, I, I'm at PC as well, I think. I think it's um, it's just the PS4 that haven't got it. And it was a bit of a messy announcement as well. Rumours that it's a timed exclusive rather than a definitive one. Yeah, that was messed up. But a big deal. It is a big deal for Microsoft having that that as an exclusive you know, to show off at this E3. It kind of rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way because it's such a beloved franchise um, in its various different guises. has always been cross-platform and then, you know, Microsoft in purchasing the rights to that, almost sort of ripping it out from underneath people who were already big fans of the franchise across platforms that it had come out on in the past. Yeah. Um, kind of put, left a bit of a sour taste, to be honest, but, you know... They've got consoles to sell, haven't they? So yeah, true. I mean, if you look at it from their point of view, they've they've done it well. But if you look at it from our point of view, it's like we got fucked. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be front row center at E3. There's no doubt about that. It's one of the things that they've got over PlayStation. So I'm sure we're going to see a shit ton of that thing in uh, in LA <laughs> this summer. Yep. Uh, next story. This is um. Well, in my eyes, this is a big one. It depends how big a fan you are of the franchise. Deus Ex Mankind Divided was leaked in the week and then properly announced the following day with a story teaser trailer. Um, Did you play Human Revolution? I played about an hour of it. Taking it you're not a fan from the tone of your voice. Um, No, it just came at a point. I think uh, I I played it when I first got my... um, new PC which is what like two years ago maybe must be now yeah so I I got my new PC it was all like high spec at the time and um, I got it I think um, it, it was either bundled in with something or I got it for a couple of quid off Steam and yeah I played it for a bit and uh, I don't know I just had too many games to play at the time uh, I think it was the same time that I had like Tomb Raider which we were just talking about yeah so I think it just got engulfed by other games for me not to get into it from what i played of it it looks really cool uh, i liked the stealth side of it but yeah it seemed cool but i don't know much about it so i did watch the trailer for the new one and it's all about the cyborg and non-cyborg people uh, from what i got out of it and there's going to be some kind of war but the, the main chap seems to be fighting for the normal people. Is it, Am I correct that I don't know? Yes. Now Yeah, that's about the size of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Um, In a nutshell. <laughs> I've played... I think I've played all the Deus Ex games. I played the original um, on my PC, like pre-360 and, and everything. Um, I really liked Human Revolution. I got it... I didn't get it at launch on 360. I got it once it went into sort of the classics range. I think I paid like 15 quid for it or something. Yeah. Um, and I started playing it and I thought, this is fucking shit. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I started playing it and, and the it was just something about the game engine. It felt incredibly wooden and clunky. The voice acting left a lot to be desired. It was very um, sort of Neo-esque. Yeah. And, 
Yeah, I don't know if I had like um, rose-tinted spectacles from original Deus Ex and, and so on, but I didn't get on with it at all, but I persevered. And I ended up completing that thing three times. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Okay. I would go so far as to say it was one of my favourite games on the 360, Human Revolution. It's funny how you said like you didn't get on with it at first. Maybe, I can't remember, but maybe that's why I ended up not playing it. Yeah, maybe. It just felt really clunky. Like The, the engine felt really clunky to me um, when I first started playing. In fact, not when I first started playing. It just was. It just <laughs> it was really was, clunky. Yeah. But the more I played the game, the more I got used to the nuances of it. I, I love stealth games. There was loads of that in there. I love games where you unlock, you know, you've got an XP tree with superpowers yeah. and... Um, and the character grew on me despite being this wooden fucking stereotype like Adam Jensen I think is the name of the geezer um, yeah he's like so it just just incredibly one dimensional character but I got into the story and I got more and more into it and I really like that game uh, I've since played through it you know a couple of years later I played through it I'm always going on about it to people who don't want to play it and probably never will. I've literally never heard you talk about this game. Yeah, I know. Well, I've kind of learned my lesson. You know, I kind of tried to sort of... Uh, I've lent it to people in the past and gone on about how good it is and no one really wanted to know. And I think after a while I just gave up. I was like, okay, this can just be this is my mine. thing. But, <laughs> yeah, but obviously that's not the case because... Otherwise, they, you know, yes, it must have sold reasonably well. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. wouldn't have made another one. Maybe some kind of cult classic. Who knows? I'm dead excited, but at the same time, I worry if it's a single player experience because I very rarely splash out on single player games anymore. Yeah, never. Um, pretty much never. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, really cool. I'm glad there's another one coming out. Uh, I hope that the engine's better because then. That maybe that'll stop people from giving up on it. Uh, next, Harry Potter is going to star as Harry Potter Hauser in the <laughs> in the BBC GTA. Okay, <laughs> no, so Daniel Radcliffe has been rumoured to be starring in this BBC GTA thing. Do you remember? I think it was on the first podcast we did. Yeah, we were talking about. about it, yeah. Yeah, this GTA thing. We thought at the time that it was going to be like a documentary, like just talking about um, how GTA was made and stuff. No, no. This is going to be a drama, a proper drama, and they're trying to get Radcliffe on board. This is rumoured, by the way, uh, not confirmed. But <laughs> what do you make of all this lot? Fuck knows. <laughs> that is it, mate. I don't know what's going to happen, mate. No. I don't know. I don't know the backstory of how it was created. Now, are we talking about like the original GTA, like the top-down thing? You know, is that where? It- I think it's going to be a bit of everything. Yeah, like from the start to the finish, kind of thing. Um, I'm guessing it'll be a one-off special. It's not going to be like a series or something. The, my concern really is that if you ever see the BBC on like like News 24 for example or whatever trying to cover technology of any kind yeah then it's like it's like your mum talking about it that's how that's how it sounds it's 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 like the, it's this sort of they just don't know anything about anything and it's like someone reads a story on the internet and then reports on it with no background knowledge and you do wonder 
<laughs> What's going to well, happen with this? My question is, who's going to play me in this story? Because, you know, back when I was at uni, you know, I, I met the guys, you know, that made GTA. I went to, like, a games conference thing where we were showing off some games that we made. And they were there. And then we went for beers afterwards and we chatted about shit. So clearly that's going to be a big part in the story. It's got That scene must be in it. Who's going to be playing me? You know. Who would you want to be playing you? I don't know. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, why not? You're a similar height. Oh, I think I'm a bit taller. At least. <laughs> at least a foot. <laughs> at least a foot, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be an intrinsic part in the... Uh, in the drama. I think so. That trip to the pub. Yeah. That's really where they had an epiphany. They were like, that's how we make GTA 5. I know. Thanks, Ash. Wow. I'm sure that'll be in there. That was the moment that some other people that worked in games industry stole my idea for, I think it was FIFA 13 or 14, about the commentary. Oh, yeah. Fuck bags. Yeah, you remember that. I was like, I do. I was like, yeah, I'm working on this. It's a new commentary system, yeah? It's going to interlink the whole season in the commentary. Yeah? It's going to have stats and everything in it. Told them all this, then boom. What happened next year? It was in there. Shitbags. Are you suggesting that Rockstar actually supply EA Sports with all of their ideas? Oh, no, it wasn't just Rockstar that was there. There was other companies that were at the shindig. No. But I was mainly hanging out with the, the uh, Rockstar Leeds guys, because... They were getting, they were pounding the booze. And uh, I was like, these guys, these guys know know what it's all about. And finally, um, I don't know if this is news or not. Let's call it uh, rumour and happenstance, which is a word that needs to be used more often, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> this has kind of been popping up over the last few hours on Thursday. This is Thursday. Hello from Thursday. Uh the Uncharted Trilogy Remaster will be coming out in September on PS4. This is a cord- well, this is a leak on a Swiss online games retailer. They put it up there. Um, there's artwork and pricing and a little description and everything. It all looks entirely believable. And the fact that Uncharted 4 has been delayed, possible stopgap here, I don't know. Not really, um, Naughty Dog style to just chuck something out, so I'd imagine if it is coming out, they'd have been working on it for some time. All I can say is I would love that to happen because I have never played an Uncharted game in my life. They're very good. Yeah. Have you played all of them? Yeah, I played the first one, I think, three times, the second one twice, and the third one I got halfway through and then sold my PS3. (laughs) Not because of that, (laughs) just because I I just wasn't playing it. Oh, that's fair enough. Either way, there's not really anything we can say about this. It might be absolute bollocks. Probably not, though. I hope it's true, because I would buy that. Thank you very much. Yep. And that is the end of the news. Now we move on to a new section of the Justice for Gamers podcast called Out This Week. Can you guess what that could be about? No. So Out This Week, um, we've got... The big one is GTA 5. 
on PC, which we've already talked about fairly extensively. But if you're getting this game and have a computer that is capable of running it at its sort of top settings, then fuck you. (laughs) 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 Because that's not fair. (laughs) No, but I've seen a video of it. I I wish that I could play it. Um, I cannot. But I'm sure that that's going to be a bit of a hit, (laughs) to say the least. It's going to be fun. Goat Simulator is coming out on Xbox One this week. I don't know if that's a good idea or not, you know. It depends on how much it is. If it's more than a fiver, then it's a mistake. That's what it comes down to, isn't it? It's the price point. I don't know how much it's going to be. It's a joke game. Yeah, like. and like, it was funny for about two weeks or so, um, and then it's dead. And that was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it was now. a long time the, ago. The, the, the joke wore off. So I, I'm not. I don't know about this. Depends on how much it is. If it's more than a fiver, then no one's going to buy it. I suspect it will be. Well, people will buy it because I'm guessing a lot of Xbox One console gamers, you know, haven't played it. So yeah, they, it'll probably sell. It's YouTube fodder, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. It's had its day, I think, that game. Yeah. Let's just say we're not disappointed that it isn't coming out on PS4. <laughs> no. uh, but two things that are coming out on PS4. Uh, Mortal Kombat 10 or X. Am I supposed to say X? I'm assuming it's 10. I don't know. It is like Mac OS X, isn't it? Not Mac OS and 10. I don't even know if it is 10. I haven't been following this franchise. The last Mortal Kombat game I owned was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I think I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I um I don't care about beat 'em ups anymore. Are they even still called that? Fighting games? I don't know. Um, slappy um, face games. Slappy face. Mortal Kombat. Slappy face. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's coming out across all platforms, um, except the Wii U. <laughs> but, <laughs> I didn't need to. Um, PC, PS4, Xbox One, iOS and Android. Actually, I think it's out already on iOS and Android as we speak. I believe so. Fill your boots. If you like fighting games, cool. Um, a lot of people are really excited about this game. Um, cool. I'm not one of them, but... You couldn't give a fuck about fighting games, mate. Seriously, they can That's do how I work. feel. <laughs> they were great yeah. back in the day when it was like, all you could do was like local co-op. Uh, or local gaming and it was great fun like having your brother or your mate there or whoever you're playing against and like actually beat him up on screen and then like look at him and then be like yeah I just beat you up and then because I had an older brother he'd like punch me which is fine you know I took that on the chin but you know that's what it was like it got too advanced and you know it brought all these different game not game mechanics but you know all the advanced moves and like linking them together which actually happened by accident if I remember uh, back in the day uh, all the combos and stuff like that it just got too much and it didn't become fun anymore and I think that's the issue it's like a whole new level isn't yeah, it? it it was really known is. for being like button bashing and now you're having like street fighter tournaments with like pros and <laughs> funny thing like, about street fighter tournaments there was one like the other day or the other week or when it was and they loaded up the wrong version of street fighter 
Oh, dear. That is hilarious. I know. <laughs> uh, oh, it, I mean, they've gone and fucked it there. Yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> like, that, the one thing like, you can't really get wrong. Amateur yeah, hour, mate. Anyway. Yeah, so what else is new this week? The only other one I've got on my list, um, in that there's not actually much coming out this week at all, um, other than GTA, is um, Titan Souls. Is which that is a mashup on... of Dark Souls and Titanfall? Yes, it is. It's a Dark Souls game um, where mechs. you have a jetpack. <laughs> yes. Cool. No. Um, this thing sounds quite interesting. I've seen some screenshots. I've watched a little video and I have a description. And seeing as we are big on the old PlayStation indie games at this moment in time with you on your Vita and me on my PS4. All over it. I, um, I will now read the Wikipedia entry for this game. Trusted. Are you ready? Titan Souls is a strategic open-world 2D top-down action-adventure where the player has only one arrow and can take only one hit. The goal is to defeat the 20 giant monsters called the Titans, which can, just like the player, only take one hit, but only have one way to be defeated. Right, so I've got to kill 20 giants with one arrow. I, I don't know if you get it back. Maybe you pull it out. I reckon it's so going to be speak. like Angry Birds. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be like Angry Birds. Okay. Well, I'm 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 up for new, um, reasonably priced PS4 games at the moment. So there's every chance that I will get that, and then I will play it, and then I will talk about it. Okay. Fine. <laughs> uh, so that's the end of that. you have a question for us here at the Justice for Gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. So now we have arrived at questions and answers, Ash, and we've got four questions this week. This has gone on far too long so far. What? What? The podcast or our friendship or? <laughs> yes, our friendship. I ended now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over. Yeah. It'd be a very dramatic way of doing it. Ah, I'm just saying we've we've talked a lot so far, but it doesn't matter. Let's go. Question and answers. Keep going. We're on a roll. Okay, this one's from Paul. Uh, one of two Pauls that contacted us this week. Okay. This is Paul, inventor of Big vs. Small and Owen vs. Park Ji Sung. Classics. So we've got a lot to be thankful to this Paul about. He says, will the division be worth the wait? Probably not. No. Next question is from another Paul, and he says, uh, best and worst console controller? See, I, I um, signified a question mark by um, putting an upwards inflection on the end of that sentence. Uh, he says that the worst controller that he's ever used was the N64 one, 
and the best one he's ever used is his current PS4 one. What's your worst and what's your best? Go. Well, firstly, this guy can suck a dick for that statement. <laughs> <laughs> because the N64 was the controller to, you know, reform our way of thinking. No. Well, you can also suck a dick, my friend. It was. It was a stupid controller. No, it wasn't. Literally the worst one ever made. Lies. It had three prongs. That's fine. And I Who only have two it? hands. You don't need that third prong. What game used the C button? No, you don't need that third prong. No, exactly. So don't have it there. But. <laughs> I don't want a controller to make me feel like I need another arm. No. Why did it have three prongs? It doesn't make sense to me. They had it there for the left-handed player. But anyway. The N64 controller was like the first one to bring in like the proper, not proper, but the analog stick that we are so used to these days. And also the trigger. So I'm sorry, but you know, you can shut up. Yeah, but they were in the middle. Where your left hand was. Of course it was. My left hand was on the left hand prong, my right hand was on the right hand prong, and then there was a prong in the middle for, I don't know, maybe someone else? Wow. Maybe I was meant to... Then you are mentally know. retarded, my friend. I don't understand why you put your, hand, three... your left hand goes in the middle and your right hand goes on the right and you ignore the left. Why is the left one there then? I just said for left-handed gamers so they could use the middle one with their right hand and the C buttons with their left. So they made an extra prong on the controller just for people who are left-handed? Yes. I don't think that you're right about that at all. I don't think that's why they did it. No, probably not. And I don't think it's a clever <laughs> idea, even if it isn't why they did it. But, like, the way that that, that like, you know, it fit your hand the way you held it. So I, I really don't think the N64 is definitely the worst. It's it's not the best, but to say it's the worst, uh, I, I would say, generically, the PlayStation controllers have been some of the worst that I've used. The DualShocks, what, like on PS2, PS3? Yeah. DualShock 2 wasn't too bad. DualShock 3 was bad. Really didn't like that. Who has a trigger that's, was it, concave and not convex? Yeah, and the the PlayStation controllers, I always hated them because of the analog sticks as well, the way that it was popping out. Yeah. I just slip off them all the fucking I know, time. Right? You, you use it for an hour and it's all over. Like... Yeah, I mean, I, I would go with those, but I quite the 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 the, the thing that really sold the PlayStation co- controllers to me, Ash, was the fact that they only had two prongs, one for each of my hands. So I quite <laughs> so I quite liked that about them. Yeah, well, you obviously don't see the bigger picture, my friend. Evidently not. What's your favourite controller of all time? Whatever one I'm used to at the moment. So. At the moment, it's the PS4 because I'm adapted to it. We were worried, weren't oh, we, yeah, when we exactly. first got the? We worried about the analog stick being lower on the PS4 one with 360 gamers beforehand. Yeah, so obviously making that change over to it, that that's quite a big difference. And um, like you say, you're worried about it. But now I feel more comfortable playing uh, with a PS4 controller than a 360 controller. But if you ask me, last gen. I would have been 
fuck the well I was fuck the PS3 controller the DualShock 3 the the 360 controller is the best it's ever going to it's always going to be the best but then it's changed now because I'm using it so I don't think there is a best controller I think it's what uh, you get used to at the time and you know it's always going to develop like you never know like the the, the whole uh, steam controller uh, I really want to get my hands on that and give it a go because that uses a completely different way of using it uh, you know like movement you have to swipe your thumb across it and shit like that yeah the analog sticks on there are like massive yeah well, they're not like analog sticks you, you, yeah, you, use, yeah you use it as a trackpad and you spin it around and stuff like that and you know that that could be the next thing which could be awesome but it could also be shit now if you've opened up that link you can see <laughs> the console that I am going to pick for the worst controller that I've ever used I'm looking at the Jaguar yeah now if uh, anyone doesn't know what the Jaguar is it's an Atari console I think it was like back in the early 90s I'm just whacking Wikipedia up yeah 93 and I remember playing this, uh, and um, all I can remember was it was like a phone, like the the old school phones, like the touch pads. Um, so it had all your your numbers, like uh, one to nine, and then under that, I, th- I think it had like the zero and also like the other ones. Uh, what is it, that the asterisks and whatever? It might not have had them. Yeah. And uh, it had a c- controller like slapped on the top of that as well, and it was fucking horrible. So to say the N64 is the worst compared to this, then that's a big statement. <laughs> I think the the thing that I, I never played the Jaguar, but one of the things that I really like about the look of this controller. Is that it only has two prongs, and I have two hands. <laughs> You're not thinking outside <laughs> no, the that, box, buddy. That looks fucking awful. Yes. Um, fair play to you. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. So for the record, my least favourite, you may well guess, <laughs> was the N64. Uh, and my favourite is also the PS4. I think it's a wonderful controller. Uh, I really, really like it, and... I've played hours and hours on this console and I've never had any sort of cramps or issues that I've had on on previous consoles I've never had any blisters or anything it's it's been really solid and not not really the same with the analog sticks I, I did actually wear through I one was of my say, one of my launch controller are you forgetting the rubber issues that disintegrate underneath your thumbs the, the rubber was an issue with the uh, with with a lot of the earlier um, controllers, um, I got thumbsticks in the end, thumb grips rather, um, at your recommendation, um, and swear by those now. I would always use those, but um, I think they've solved that issue, haven't they? Now, like it's not, it's not a big problem. I don't know. Depends what you're playing. I, I got one for Christmas. Yeah, I bought a blue one for Christmas for Milo, and that's going really already. Yeah. Yeah, it's going already. That's not great, is it? It's not. So I don't know if it's the best because it seems to break. Uh, I I I think that it's great. Uh, not that it breaks, obviously. But <laughs> I love the fact comfort. that it breaks. <laughs> 
uh, you, for comfort, I don't think you can beat no, it, it is out of everything I've ever used. It seems to um, make my hand use two fingers on on the triggers and the well on the R one, R two, L one, R two buttons. Whereas, yeah, whereas yeah. on the never did that on the no, I never did that on the three sixty. My my trigger fingers was my was it index finger. Whereas, yeah. whereas on the and you just switch between them. Yeah. Whereas on the on the PS four controller. Same. Uh, I'm using my index and my middle finger, which I never used to do, which is cool. Just feels very natural on the PS4. Um, when we went to EGX in twenty, was it 2013? Now well, it might have been that long ago. Shit. When we yeah. went to, we tried out the controllers and that, and I, we were we were expecting. There were already. We already had concerns about the Xbox One. We were 360 gamers at this point, remember? Um, and we had concerns about the Xbox One, and, and and we liked the look of the PlayStation, but one of the things we were most concerned about was the controller, because we've never been a fan of the DualShocks. Then we got to Eurogamer, and uh, I actually much preferred the PlayStation One to the Xbox One controller anyway. There was another nail in the coffin at the time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the Xbox One controller felt very small. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. It really did feel, especially the sticks, yeah. felt really small. I didn't trust that, like, force feedback in the triggers when we played Forza or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think that, I think we would have got used to that and that would have been quite a cool feature. Yeah. But um, At first, I, I, I'm scared. Don't I really don't like it. change. Who does? No. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so next... We have a question from Simon, and he asks, uh, what is the best game for user-created content? Now, I think this is really easy, but I will ask you what you think first. Now, if he's talking about stuff that people's made, then there's only one for that, and that's Minecraft. Has to be. Definitely. PC Minecraft, especially. All the store all the adventure maps uh the pvp maps um that game is one big sandbox yeah people have made everything in that game pretty much it's incredible yeah. i'm pretty sure that someone has made a working pac-man like arcade machine in it <laughs> i think i've seen that yeah Not even lying but for console gaming probably gta 5 i would say like We've been really enjoying some of the custom content on that, some of the races and the maps and the um, last man standing modes, especially that stunters snipers thing. It's really cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's another game where there's there's a lot of potential to make whatever you want really in there. There's a lot of like game modes that you can use already, and mainly the races is um, the the big thing that I've noticed has uh, been very creative you can literally go anywhere in anything and it, it's fucking impressive man yeah it's cool uh, other ones uh, honourable mentions probably Trials Trials has always been really good for uh, user created content and stuff and also little little big planet is kind of known for it as well yeah both games are like heavily supported by their communities like some amazing tracks come out of those guys like and, and levels not just tracks but mainly like i've tried uh, i've done a lot of trials um over the past years as we know <laughs> yeah and um 
yeah, some of the stuff that they make is just like it's it's on a on another level. Like sometimes, like the tracks they make are better than the the original tracks on the game itself. It's amazing. Yeah, proper cool. And yeah, they made quite a big deal when they first launched the original that they were including the level editor, basically, yeah, that yeah. they used to create the actual maps. So it's possible to make levels almost as good as what they make. Yeah. That's the thing about it. Um, it's <laughs> giving me the opportunity to say this just in, buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, and I know we're not in the news section anymore, but uh, while we've been recording the podcast... Activision have announced Black Ops 3. Great. <laughs> you don't care. Black Ops was always... Well, I, I remember the, the first one and I didn't like it. So, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, it's being made by Treyarch. Uh, it's There's a full reveal due on the 26th of April... It's set in a dark, twisted future. No. Will be the most ambitious Call of Duty ever. No. And will feature co-op zombies. It's fucking and that is great. all we know at this point. Fucking love zombies. <laughs> yeah. Great. There's a real shortage of zombie yeah, stuff. Yeah, there needs in to be games. more zombies right now. Fucking <laughs> So, yeah, I'm quite pleased that I... Uh, loaded up a news feed and had a little look <laughs> just there. Nicely done, buddy. Smooth. We would have missed that otherwise. It's true. But, got uh, it in there. but yeah, that is the end of questions and answers stroke news. So I think that'll about do us for Podcast 6. It's been a bumper edition. We had an extra day's worth of news to contend with because we recorded a day early last week for Easter. Um, have you had a nice time, Ash? It's been okay, slash, better, slash, worse, slash, <laughs> fine. Cool. Well, I can't sum it up better than that. So I think we'll just end. Uh, <laughs> we will catch you next week. Remember, we are at www.justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, Twitter is at Justice for Gamer. You can contact us, contact at justiceforgamers.com. And uh, until next week, it is goodbye from me, and it is goodbye from Ash. Bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>